0: What up, what up, what up, my good old free nation, free tribe, free people. I have not seen Black Panther, so I cannot say this is Wakanda because I don't know what it is referencing to yet. Anywho, this is your girl, Lady Apollos. This is Freedom of the Press. Man, I missed you guys like Summer Mrs. Winter. Not a lot, but a lot because you guys are needed. You know what I'm saying? So, anywho... The first song was Human Dignity by Flame, F-L-A-M-E, Flame, which is one of my favorite artists. And then the second one was Absolute Truth by Flame. Yo, my whole podcast deleted. So good. I had to redo it. This is my second time. I got my notes. I know what stuff I want to hit. But who wants to re-record an hour-long message? Who? You tell me not me, but I am and I will. Why? Because it has to get out there. What has to get out there, Charmise? What? Liberty, words of liberty, truth has to get out there so people can be set free. But why do you feel like you should do it? Well, why not me? It ain't that many people I'm influencing, but it's enough. Because if I influence one or two, influences two or three billion, or two billion, I don't know, two or three thousand, or who in, you know, influences two or three hundred, then I've done my job. I've done my job. But am I annoyed? Yes, I am. But can I do this? Yes, I can. So I'm going to shoot over to a song. We're going to talk about today's topic. Uh, again put you guys in here the first part so <laughs> no but yeah we're gonna shoot over to today's topic it's going to be really a really really good re-recording um of the show i talked a long time the last time this time i won't talk as long i'll probably hit the topics straight up you know what i'm saying it's either go hard or go home that's how i feel right now all right so about the hit up to the song nina simone strange fruit y'all already know what it is like about to get real you. and yeah. Now I'm back like I never left. Ay, like I never, ay, ay, like I never left. Y'all know I be somewhere jugging up in this room, cuz. Yo, so life gets real when you hear Nina Simone, though, huh? When you hear Strange Fruit, first of all, I didn't even understand the concept of Strange Fruit until I really started writing poetry for real, for real. Like, start writing poetry as, like, a sport. And not just like what I feel, and what I feel is good, but like you need to inform people sometimes too through your art. So, when I began to like research art and begin to get more cultured, strange fruit kept popping up, of course, during Black History Month. I thought it was very fitting, um, to put it during Black History Month, but strange fruit is real, yo. Like, that ain't supposed to be there. That strange fruit hanging off that tree, yeah, what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. it hit me, though. You know, it hit me. Strange fruit is real, y'all. It's here. It's real. One thing I've learned about um, history and just, you know what I'm saying, like, kind of off topic, well, on topic, but off topic, kind of leads into the segment. But one thing that I've learned about history is that as I've, you know, been researching for the last two, three, two plus three years about history and um, humanity and race and racism and prejudice and unjust and bias and um segregation and you know women versus men oh i can't wait to like the mother's day month oh my goodness yeah. when i talk about womanhood oh my goodness yo the struggle was real during you know just any of them. i'll leave that for another time but the struggle is real you know what i'm saying um these are things that i had to rediscover as a human being like that's crazy though yo, because you think you would grow up with the right concepts at eh, not nah. um so you know, one thing that I've learned throughout researching all of these things that keeps people divided or keeps people oppressed is that God himself he cares so much about humans that he doesn't sweep what we go through under a rug. He doesn't sweep what we go through under a rug. He actually deals with it. He talks about it. He gives reason a lot of times for why to help bring forth some type of healing and peace. Um, he helps us in understanding why sometimes. Um, a lot of times, more than none, um, if we're listening carefully um, to him or you know, researching carefully about him, he does that a lot. And then from addressing the issue... He comforts the person and knowing that I love you, and then he shows them and walks through the process of better days and a hope for a brighter future with them. Yo, that's the type of God that I believe in. And any, like Flame said in absolute truth, and any deity that does not speak towards that. Why life is the way it is. And what is there better or to come after all of this? Should we remain suffering? Do we remain suffering? Or is there a better better life to live? You know what I'm saying? So that's just not for the rich. Those who have money, but also for the poor that is also for those who are strong but it's also for those who are weak like oh man there's so many different things that we can go into right now but we're not going to go into those things because we're going to talk about humanity today we're going to talk about humanity that is the topic and this is the second time i'm recording so therefore I e I i need you guys to listen up now i'm just playing i need for my fingers to not hit the delete button (laughs) and thinking that I'm hitting the publishing button. And then I still had two other songs to put on there as well. So I'm going to need for me to not mess up again. Um, so we're going to talk about humanity. And I want to put two two warnings or two things out. Um, not warnings, or but two awareness. Um, two things to be aware of as I'm talking about humanity. And we dove into race and racism. Number one, why am I dealing with this? Before I go into the two things to keep in mind why am I talking about this I'm talking about this because like Satan has an agenda that is hidden and how do you keep something hidden like Satan has an agenda that is also not hidden that is upfront in your face like if you see an ugly girl and you're married you see an ugly girl you're not gonna cheat on your wife number one because you know cheating is wrong and then number two because she's ugly and I mean like that's the up in your face temptation from the devil right The hidden would be, in this same case and scenario, now the ugly girl is gone. Now a pretty girl comes and says, you look like you need someone that you can talk to. Her motives are not seen right away. But ultimately, her motives is to get you to sleep with her. Thus, breaking the trust and covenant that you have with your wife. That's the hidden issues that I'm addressing, the hidden motives of Satan that I'm addressing. And yes, I've been listening to The Hidden Agendas of Satan through Dr. Frederick Price Jr. and his father, and that's the reason why I can say The Hidden Agenda of Satan is because I've been listening to him so long, and it's like it makes sense, it clicks in my mind, and hopefully I can articulate at least that particular principle that was Like introduced to me, but now I'm like, oh man, like, oh, this thing is real. So why am I talking about racism? Because there's a hidden agenda that if we don't, if we avoid, excuse me, if we avoid this topic and we avoid the conversations behind it and we avoid the uncomfortableness and we avoid the conflicts that comes with confronting and if we avoid... The, the deaths, and we avoid the victories, if we avoid the topic about racism, then we do not ever overcome. We do not, as a group of people, ever, ever have freedom. We won't you either one need to address it privately. That doesn't mean that you have to do what I'm doing. That doesn't mean that you even, cause I, you know, honestly, truth be told, I'm really not, I, you know, uh, I hate to say it in that way, but I'm really not influencing that many people, but you know what I'm saying? Like 13, 15 listeners, you know what I'm saying? Consistently, 13 to 15, you know what I mean? But I believe so much in what God is calling me to do that 13 to 15 is power. Like that's a big number to me. And I was saying I didn't wanna kind of like undermine myself in that way, but I have to undermine myself in that way. Number one, because it's reality. And then number two, simply because I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like 13 to 15 people is eventually 13 to 1500. You get what I'm saying? Like influencing one person And it's not necessarily the right person because I believe leadership is in all of us. But influencing one person influences their people, which influences their people, which influences their people. Now you have a whole millennial or you have a whole new generation that is renewed in their mind towards this particular subject. That will change the course of history. Yes, I'm patting my hands like a black girl, doggone, and I'm passionate right now. Okay. So, with that being said, the things to kind of listen out to for this particular podcast, um, giving you a heads up now, because I'm going to be talking, in essence, blanket statements. But in those blanket statements, I need you to understand that when I say all white people, or when I make the statement of all black people, or when I say all Jews or all um, Germans or all blacks when I when I make these statements I'm not talking about literally all but I'm talking about those who fit in that particular category when I say all people lie I'm not talking about every human being lies but I'm just talking about those who do lie it's more easier for you to say all than it is for me to say specific people that divide into this group that was in this is yo it's more easy for you to say all Okay. So I just want to put that out there. When I say all, when I say white supremacy, I don't mean all white people who think that they're supreme. When I say black supremacy, I don't mean all black people who think they're supreme. Um, I'm just putting out blanket statements. So I just want you guys to know that first. And then number two, my definition of race. Now I'm going to be using a different definition of race and I'm going to break both of those down. but my definition of race. So you won't think that I'm a bigot. So you won't think that I'm racist. So you won't think that I'm ignorant. Um, My definition of race is each of the divisions of living creatures. That's it. Each of the divisions of living creatures. I believe personally, I believe that human beings are one race. I believe we have been broken down into groups of people in that one race divided by our skin color, our eye color, our facial features and structures, our body structures, um, which in terms when you group all of those structures that I believe we have been broken down into, we call it um, racial construct. But I believe human beings are one race. I believe there is a second race, which is the terrestrial, right? Uh, excuse me, celestial, excuse me. Celestials are spirit beings. That's where you get angels. It's where you get demons. Um, And so I believe that there is a celestial or spiritual, um, there is spiritual race. And I believe that there is a creature, living creature race of um, animals. Um, And that deals with land animals, sea animals, air animals. so, again, I personally believe that, that, number one, that human beings are a race within them. Like they, That is one race, whether you be black, white, short, fat, tall, green, yellow. Human beings are one race. There is a distinguishing difference between human beings and the next race, which is the race of animals. There's a big distinction. Human beings cannot, or at least black folks cannot come from gorillas or human beings cannot come from animals. That that evolution situation, not tricky whatsoever. If it ain't happening today, why not? Anywho, that's just one of my, you know, little reasons. Um, and then the big bang theory, all of that. And then my, the third, um, is celestials I believe that they are a race within um as well so that deals with the spiritual beings and so my definition of race minds is each of the divisions of living creatures now The second definition of race that I will be using. So in the context of this whole conversation, and I'll say the difference between the two, I say my definition, I say in general, or I say the general definition, but in general definition of race is basically the social construct that I said, you know, people, groups, cultures, colors, um, textures, like, you know, height, all of that stuff. That is the, in general definition of race. And so you have the black race, white race, Spanish race, um, European, um, American, you know, you have that. So I believe all of those are just grouped into the social construct, but anywho, so I'm going to hit it off first and I'm going to talk about, um, the first thing I want to deal with, um, and address is, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and start with that. I believe, um, based on the word of God, we all come from one blood. That's why I say that human beings are a race, one race, because we all come from, when you look at the definition of race, um, I believe it is, um, the biology definition of race. We look at the bi- biology definition of race. It talks about a group of people. Now this is the general Definition, but it talks about a group of people descended from a common ancestor, <clears throat> who have common culture. And so I believe that all human beings—that's that's, that's why, as far as at least biology definition, I can get that all human beings are one race as far as biology definition. But based on the word of God, humans are just one species. Uh, but anywho. Um, I believe we all come from one person in the beginning, you know, something thousand years ago. But Adam is the father of mankind. Eve was the mother of mankind. I believe we all come from Adam and Eve. From Adam and Eve, you have um uh you have Cain, and then you have Seth, which was Seth was the second son that took over that first son that was murdered by Cain, which was this sound like a drama story, which was um, Abel. So then out of Seth eventually you get Noah and this is where I want to pick it up because I want to kind of just fast forward and this is where I want to pick it up so Noah um, had three sons which was Sham, Ham, and Japheth so we all heard the story of the flood we all heard that all mankind was wiped out only eight people survived which was Noah his three sons and all three of their wives excuse me yeah all three of their wives were his wife <clears throat> that makes a total of eight so Noah and his wife excuse me, Noah and his wife, um, his son, Sham and his wife, his son, Ham and his wife, his son, Japheth or Wifeth and his wife. Right? So that's a total of eight people. I believe the whole earth was cleared out, wiped clean, except for the creatures and those eight people. When the flood stopped, the word of God says that those, those three people throw out of those three people, excuse me, the whole earth was populated. And so I want to go into addressing, um, at least hams, um, people, ham, the people group that come from ham, ham's race, the general term of race. So ham's people group, which predominantly most black people come out of. Since it's black history, Month, I believe is very befitting. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start with Genesis, um, Genesis nine, verse 22, and I'm going to stop at verse 27. So, you know what I'm saying? Read with me as I go along. So it says, and Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Sham and Japheth, which is the two brothers that were outside, took a garment, laid it, on, laid it on both of their shoulders, and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah woke, awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had did or done to him. Then he said, this is Noah talking, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants. He shall be to his brethren. And then Noah said again, Blessed be the Lord the God of Shem and may Canaan, the one that was cursed be his servant. May God enlarge Yapheth in the tents of Shem and may Canaan, the one that was cursed be his servant. So from that I've heard, and I've even seen in um, Django and a lot of slavery movies. Not recently, because I can't watch all of them back to back. It's just too much. It's just like too oppressing back to back. But so excuse me. Yeah, so within that, um, you have it been told and a fear of ye and a dread of ye shall be upon every beast that it was told to Noah. It was told to Noah, right? And so then you hear because you hear Noah cursed Ham. And so i will come to dispel that. I want to break that ignorance up. Noah did not curse Ham. Noah cursed his grandson, which was one of four of Ham's son. Ham had four sons, which the whole people group of black, or the whole race, the general term of race, came from Ham. And so you have Cush, Mazram, Put, and Canaan. Canaan was cursed, put was not cursed, Mazarin was not cursed, nor Cush was cursed. So let's go ahead and break that up. Like the word of God does not say that all black people was cursed. And the reason why I believe that, I believe in the last podcast I said, I was like, yo, I don't know why he didn't curse Ham and why he just cursed his grandson. At that time, I didn't know. And I still in a way am figuring that out, but what I will say, I do know and what I've learned about the characteristic of God, if it was not said in a certain way, it was there put there on purpose. And for a reason, I believe that God, and this is just my personal belief. I believe that God knew some years ago or some 2000, or even in that time that there would be issues with the division of humanity, that people would be oppressed and it would be directly pointed to such thing as that. Oh, the black race is cursed. The black race is cursed because Ham was cursed. No, Ham was not cursed. One of his sons were. Ham put forth the majority of the black race but the majority of the black race was not cursed. A part of the black race was cursed. One out of the four was cursed. And we'll even go into that. Cause that's, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, I won't go into all of it, but for the sake of time, but that to me was baffling that God is so to me amazing that we can overlook such a detail like that, but he didn't because he knew somebody like myself would go back and want to see, yo, who is God really like, does God really approve this stuff? Cause you, you had this use in America's, you know, and it goes into history for blacks begin well before America enslavement. But nevertheless, that's where at least majority of us black people identify ourselves starting at. Versus starting from the beginning of the beginnings, which is Genesis 1 We were all made in God's image. We were all made to be like God and to do the things that God gave us to do. And so within that, we, we go back and we look and say, man, that's messed up because slavery slave owners, a lot of them were believers. And I understand why a lot of again, I'm using a blanket statement of blacks, uh, but why a lot of black people do not associate themselves or at least are now disassociating themselves with the God of the Bible and now are associating themselves with either the the. God of the Quran or the God of um, Hindu or whatever or the the God of their ancestors or they're associating themselves predominantly with their ancestors. I understand that doesn't mean I approve but I understand why because so much damage has been done with this one book so much misunderstanding so much so many things have been muffled but I believe that in each generation of people group, God placed at least one. i I know it was more, but at least one person in each people group to say, that's not how I think. That's not what I believe. That's not how I love. That's not what I said to not necessarily defend his cause, but to at least voice his cause because So much of him has got, like so much of God has been identified as the God of racism. And anytime people were killed off in the Bible, it was never because of their race. It was always, now, anywho, it was never because of their race. It was always because of their behaviors and mentality which now goes into what, why am I doing this? Like, what is this about? Why did you choose to use Black Black History Month? Like I, you know, it's what, why we keep talking about race and racism. I just wanted to all stop. I just wanted, cause it makes a hot button. It's a, it's a, it's an emotional thing. It's an experience. It's whatever, like at the end of the day, there's a hidden agenda that only light can expose. And if you're afraid and if you're ignorant of something, then how can you expose something? Even within yourself, like again, it goes into you don't have to do what I'm doing. You don't have to try to create a platform or you don't have to allow, it, you don't have to be on a platform. Well, I believe that, we that goes into my beliefs so. though. But, cause everyone has a platform. But you don't have to na- nationally or how can I say you don't have to get it out there to multiple people, but what you believe is out there. That makes sense. What you believe is already out there because you're conducting yourself in that way. People can tell what you believe about this particular subject based on your response to your life and how you see yourself or what the lack thereof. And I, and, I, and I say that to say, like, I remember, um, I go, you know, going to my own ignorance. I remember when, before my mind was renewed, before I began to like research all of this, like something three, almost three years ago, um, when all of the shootings had started happening, I thought I had a good stance on, you know, how God viewed the Bible, but then I realized I was racist. And, and, you know, it's hard to say that black people are racist, but I realized I was racist. How did I know that I was racist? Well, because, like my view on excusing murders was there. Like, so I was like, well, you know, you reap what you sow and that law is true, right? The law of reaping and sowing is true. However, you 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 steal something, right? And then someone murders you for it when they're trained or in times past, um, they've arrested and gave you time. How do you excuse murders for people who were just walking down the street? I realized my view was tainted when I began to excuse in my own mind. Because of my experience of being black. And being around black people. Because I am black. But I begin to excuse in my own mind. Murdering or the evils that has been done to us because sometimes we do evil. Now, Ain't no sometimes because we have sown and done evil. Now no measurement of evil is better than the other whatsoever. And so that brings it out though. This fight is not against each other and we keep doing this thing like Black supremacy arises to counteract white supremacy, right? And we keep doing this fight. We keep doing it. We keep doing it. And we keep fighting against each other when we are missing the agenda that is underneath, that is hidden. This is a fight against good versus evil. God versus the Diablos, the devil, truth versus false and um, I believe the church has done a poor job in the past we've gotten a whole lot better now because the millennials is like not so the issues that my father and my forefathers were afraid to address not so and again I believe in every generation God did but predominantly This was not addressed. And so more dominantly now, like it's like 99% of everyone who's a Christian is at least willing to address it. I'm not gonna say 99%, but I would say at least 51% more than, you know, the times past, which may have been 12% or 10%, you know, but it's like now the millennials in this generation is like, no, we want to know what God thinks about this stuff. We want to hear what he has to say we want to know what his thoughts are cuz if it, if this was the god that i've heard about and that the god that you guys are passing down to me i don't want no parts of this and so we begin to do our own research and then for me you know not just only my own research in the god of the holy bible but i begin to research the god of the quran is there a difference i begin to research you know buddhism hinduism um shi bahai faith i begin rastafarian i begin to research all of this and it doesn't take for me. Now, these these are things that you go into if you feel like you're strong as a believer of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who I believe is the only way to God. If you feel like you're strong enough, you know, and, I, and when I say strong, you know, it's that that's dependent on your view, your view in the God that you believe in. You know, because some people can research and read stuff and get sucked into it and they be all jacked up and got all false information. They don't know how to separate you from faith, uh, truth from fake. Not necessarily faith, F-A-I-T-H, but anywho. So, when I begin to research all of this, I begin to get a better understanding of what humanity is searching for, and what to believe, what not to believe. You know, I begin to fact check these things, and history also helps confirm um, signs and wonders like science, like the way the Earth is, the way the Earth revolves. Um, all of this begins to kind of confirm some of those beliefs as well, and so going back, because I think I'm not necessarily got outside, but I'm still into it. So going back, I believe that human beings are, all come from one kind, uh, one man. Excuse me, which is um, Ab- which is Adam, not Abraham, which is Adam. From Adam, eventually comes Noah. From Noah, eventually comes the three sons, Sham, Ham, and Japheth. God did not curse Ham, nor did God curse. Excuse me. Noah cursed, and it was his grandson Canaan. I believe that the fight that we're fighting is from good versus evil. God and the devil who has set himself (laughs) on a high place trying to mimic the information that God originally gave to us. Trying to mimic the position that God originally gave to us. Causing division and muddying the waters through false information so that we can not live out our true potentials when you uh, do your research um, you look at the um, the groups of people that we can all be broken down into this is why I love the Bible the Word of God is that biology breaks it down and says that all human beings can all seven something billion of us or a million I think it's billion can all be broken down into three types of people group Caucasoid. Migroid, Mongoloid, Caucasoid, Japheth or Wifeth negroid, which is Ham, Mongoloid which is Sham. And it's funny that it all comes kind of like Gilgal, full circle. It all kind of goes full circles that we all come from one of those three. But one of those three, all three of them, excuse me, come from one. That when you trace back the bloodline. They all come from God. I mean, Adam, excuse me, not God. God made us in his image and likeness, but anyhow, from Adam. And so now because sin is introduced, there's this, there's this false, there's this other information that people believe that is false. Now God breaks it down and says, Hey, I really desire all mankind to walk in right relationship and I want to get things back on track. So I'm going to put this, this decree out here and say, hey, all who believe in me through my son, Jesus Christ, all who believe in me, you can rock with me. All who don't believe in me, you can do your own thing. And you'll rock and rock without me. So next month, I will be dealing with religion. These are all hot topics, but these are the very things that keep people oppressed and that keep people not walking in truth and freedom. This is my second time recording. I didn't say as much as I wanted to say this time, but I at least got my point across. I wanted to dispel darkness the hidden agenda that Satan keeps us fighting against each other when the fight is not really against flesh and blood. It's really about spiritual wickedness and principalities that God did not place. God is like the God of the Holy Bible is not the God that is like out here killing folk because they black yo he even got yo God so real he even got it like so moses you know what i'm saying we all know about moses so moses moses uh married a black chick you know she's from ethiopia um and moses brother and sister aaron and uh miriam that's her name Aaron, aaron and miriam got at moses like Yo, you around here messing with this black girl, this black chick. Yo, God was so for other people groups that he caused a plague on the very people that he used. The very Aaron and Miriam were very instrumental to their brother setting the children of um, Israel free. They were very instrumental to their brother. It was like their, his left hand and right hand, they were like, you know, this is our kingdom. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you start a business and your 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 brother and your sister are like the people that is instrumental in you and in you starting the business and your family being free. God even got at them It was like, yeah, I use them, but that view is wrong. And he caused them to be come to come down with a plague, at least the sister. He caused her to come down with a plague. And until she changed, like until she said, I'm sorry, that plague did not come off of her. And then you hear people say, you know, well, so let me stop before I go there. So that lets you know that God is for everybody, yo. Black folks, especially. Then you hear the issue of, well, why did he tell Solomon not to um, intermingle with foreign women? Well, first of all, he said foreign. And it wasn't because of their skin color, it was because of their belief. Anytime God tells us not to do something in the Bible, any and I'm saying us, like, because I believe all of the Bible, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe all of the Bible is written for me as a black person. But anytime God tells us not to do something, or he kills off a race, or not a race, excuse me, or he kills off a land mass of people is always because of their beliefs and their behaviors and their worship of other gods, not because of their skin color and their tone, Jesus breaks it down and he says there was this, um, beef, you know what I'm saying? Like between the two bloodlines. So let's just say like, you know, you and I, my, we cousins, our mom and dad are brothers and sisters. And so when we're cousins, like, you think, you think you better than me now. And I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Like this little redhead stepchild. You know what I'm saying? And so because I don't believe in God, like you believe in God, you know what I mean? Like you cast me off as that, you're better than me, right? So Jesus Christ, the physical man, Jesus Christ in his, in his days on earth, he went to a woman who was a part of the redhead stepchild clan. And he said, yo, I am for you. Cause like talking to me was just like, you shouldn't be talking to me because you came from the good people tribe. So you shouldn't be talking to the redhead stepchild tribe. If you do, then like you was considered to be like someone to not be a part of the family, the good part of the family anymore. And Jesus talked to to the lady. And even told him, told her, excuse me, about himself and those, because the lady was a prostitute, or you know, saying it's it's, it's implied that she was. And so even the lady went to go tell the other men who she had been sleeping with, and the men that she had influence over, whether it be other men she was sleeping with, or other men that knew her situation, or other men that, you know, she had some type of encounter with. She went and told them, and Jesus even accepted them. So it's not about the skin, like human beings have put that there, and that's because they have believed a lie. But God doesn't put that there, and so because I know so much damage has been done through the Word of God, it takes years and times for that stuff to be dispelled, years and times for that stuff to be broken, and someone to speak up. Even you know, just persecution will come, man. But I just wanted to put that out there, yo. Like it's real, you know what I'm saying? Like God is for us all. You know what I mean? Like, not just white people, not just Spanish, not just blacks. He is for us all. He's for human beings. He created us in his image and his likeness. So I'm going to shoot to these last two songs. I'm finished talking. It's been about 40 minutes. I'm going to shoot to these last two songs, which is Facts by Lecrae. And then the last song after that is going to be Recaptured by Flame. Thank you, guys, so, 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 so much. Let me know. DM me. Hit me up, like text me, whatever. Let me know, man, how you enjoyed the show or some questions that you may have. I mean, so many things that I want to get into, but because of time, I don't want to expand it out no longer than this is the longest podcast that I've had so far. Uh, but yeah, man, hit me up, though. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much to all 15, 13 to 15 of my listeners that I said before, because I really value you guys, man. I really do. Love you guys. Peace till next time.